Hello, friends. This is Darren Hayes of PigskinDispatch.com. Before we take you to your favorite Sports History Network show, just want to tell you a little bit about some merch that you can pick up that represents your favorite SHN podcast. So far, there's t-shirts, coffee mugs, and even books from some of the authors that do podcasts right here on SHN. Who could buy something better than that than have the history right from the, the gentleman that you hear talking about it? But we also are adding things each and every day. And where's that store, may you ask? Well, it's at SportsHistoryNetwork.com. Up at the top, there is the SHN. SHN merch button. Click on that. It'll take you right to the store and you can be representing your favorite podcast and show the world that, hey, on the swag that I'm using, it's the headquarters of sports yesteryear, Sports History Network, and my favorite podcaster, the Sports History Network store. Shop there today. We enter into the 12th inning. Cabrera up at the plate. Here comes a pitch from Bauer. It's a 2-2 count. Here's the pitch. Here's the swing. And you're going to have to wait to hear this roar of the crowd. Welcome to another Sports Jersey Dispatch Roars of the Crowd. Those moments when we stood up and cheer as fans. One of a sports fan's favorite sounds is when a participant in an athletic event does something spectacular and impacts history, the game, or both, and makes an instant memory. We try and capture these on a daily basis to preserve sports history, saving those sports memories one day at a time. Hello, my friends of sports history. This is Darren Hayes of Pigpen Sports. Welcome once again to the Pigpen, your place for all things great in sports history. And welcome to another edition of our Roar of the Crowd series. Hope you're enjoying this. Uh, we'd love to have your feedback. If you could, send us an email, pigskindispatch at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at Pigskin Dispatch. And uh, we'd love to hear your feedback on this and other programs that we're providing from the Pigpen. Now, Today we're going to talk about the 2004 Boston Red Sox season. It was the 104th season in the franchise's history in Major League Baseball. The Red Sox were in a tight race with their main rivals, the New York Yankees, for the American League East Division. Every game mattered, as Boston trailed by New York by four and a half games with only days remaining in the season on September 22, 2004. The Bo Sox were in the lead for a wild card berth, but only by a slim three and a half games. The Red Sox were entertaining the Baltimore Orioles, who were hovering about 10 games below 500 in the season. But don't let you fool you, they were pr a pretty potent batting club themselves. As the Wednesday evening game got into later innings, the stadium erupted when the Beantown faithful learned that the Yankees had lost to the Toronto Blue Jays earlier. The pressure was on for Boston to win this game and to gain ground on the Yanks. At the end of nine innings, the score was knotted at six off. After the Orioles put a run across the plate in the top of the ninth inning. A couple more innings of stalemate went by until the game was in the 12th inning. In the top of the 12th, Orlando Cabrera was the first man up. Cabrera had had a really rough week leading up into the game. He had to fly home earlier to be with his ailing wife who had an undisclosed surgery all the way back in his home country of Colombia. Well, Orlando had flown back on a six-hour red-eye flight to New York from Colombia, sleeping a little bit here and there, and then had to get from the Big Apple to Boston before the game. Little time for rest and a lot of stress, I'm sure, worrying about his loved one. Now, Rick Bauer was pitching against the Boston lead man uh, for this inning, and the count was worked up to a 2-2 count. Now, Bauer received a sign from the catcher, wound up, and delivered a pitch. Cabrera watched the delivery and then exerted all his remaining energy, 
probably a lot of frustration too, into crushing the ball over the big green monster of Fenway, uh, over the left field wall, to lift his team to victory. You could see the relief mixed with excitement as this overly exerting week had taken its toll, but it culminated into this very moment, a special moment when a special player did something special. One where he took his victory lap around the bases on this walk-off home run to the roar of the crowd and celebrating with teammate Pedro Martinez at home plate, completing the walk-off home run. In a postscript, the Red Sox did gain some ground on division-leading Yankees, but they did not win the division that year. They just couldn't catch them. There wasn't enough time left. The team managed by Terry Francona, the Red Sox finished at 98-64 and 64 record, second best in the American League to the Yankees, three games behind the New York Yankees in the American League East. That team did earn a spot in the AL postseason as a wild card. And in that first round of playoffs, Boston swept the Anaheim Angels in the ALDS. And then they faced the Yankees in the ALCS, their rivals once again, for the second straight year. And after losing the first three games, the Yankees looked kind of grim. And they were trailing in the ninth inning of game four, looking even worse. But the Red Sox became the first team in Major League history to come back from a three-game postseason deficit, defeating the Yankees in seven games. The Red Sox then swept the St. Louis Cardinals in the World Series, capturing their first championship since 1918, and thus getting rid of the curse of the Bambino for trading away Babe Ruth all those years ago and not winning a World Series for almost a century. That's your roar of the crowd for today. Hope you enjoyed it. Enjoyed this little bit of baseball history. And uh, remember, if you want to catch some more history, go to sportshistorynetwork.com, pigskindispatch.com, or jerseydispatch.com. Till tomorrow, everybody. Have a great sports history day. Sorry, but my pitching coach just called timeout, and he's coming out to the mound. I think I'm going to get yanked for a reliever. We'll see you back tomorrow for some more great sports history on Sports Jersey Dispatch Podcast. We invite you to check out our websites, jerseydispatch.com and pigskindispatch.com. Not only see the daily sports history, but to experience the preservation of great events and people that play the games. Find us on Pigskin Dispatch. It's also on social media outlets of Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and don't forget the Pigskin Dispatch YouTube channel. Get all your daily sports history. Pigskin Dispatch is happy to be associated with the Sports History Network, the sports headquarters of yesteryear, found at sportshistorynetwork.com. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hey there, Sports History fan. This is Arnie Chapman, a.k.a. the Football History Dude, and I wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the Sports History Network. Our podcasters are passionate about uncovering and sharing sports stories from yesteryear. And if you didn't know it already, we have over 30 shows across the network covering all sorts of sports history topics. In fact, here's a glimpse into one of our awesome podcasts here on the network. Each week, the official Football Learning Academy podcast will take you deep into the history of pro football through interviews with players, coaches, or administrators in the NFL, as well as interviews with Pro Football Hall of Fame selectors, authors, and historians. You'll learn how the game evolved and important moments that shaped the sport into what it is today. 
and don't miss the Pro Football History Nugget of the Week. Listen to the official Football Learning Academy podcast on the Sports History Network. How about that? I bet you're super hyped to go listen to that new podcast, right? Well, to learn about this show and all the other podcasts on the network, head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Head over there today to find your next favorite sports history podcast.